1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Testing Thursdays with Wayne. Um, as always, I hope you had a, a great weekend. We're here in the Maryland area. We're still experiencing smoke and all from the fires up in Canada. Added to that extreme humidity, and welcome to the world of the sauna that's outside. Uh, with, with temperatures up in the 90s, it's pretty miserable. Not as bad as what they're experiencing in the Midwest and, and out West, but it's still pretty Pretty miserable, even for Maryland standards. So, what I want to talk about today actually is, is a couple different topics. Um, the second one's a little bit of a rant, like I usually do, but um, the first one is regarding regarding service texts and chemistry and testing and things of that nature. And let me preface this by: I did not get the call from the from this guy. I found this. Actually, on a Facebook group that's dedicated to service technicians. Uh, It was not the CPO certified operators group, but another group that I'm a member of. And it just hit me. Um, Guy goes, um, won't name names or where he was located at, but he says, I have a crazy issue. He's got a a spillway, a spillway stone uh, that goes from a spa to a pool. 18 months after he built this spillway, the stone is destroyed. And so you would think, well, God, you know, what, what, what happened? You know, something going on. Here, here's his readings, okay? You might want to sit down for this. His chlorine was 12. 12 parts per million. Free chlorine, 12. pH, 6.4. Alkalinity, 60 calcium um, hardness about 160 and cyanuric acid was 200 the customer that that he that uh, he does this pull for uh, kept no records of the test of the or the products that he added um, and he says oh by the way I also put two tabs in the skimmer <sighs> so that's a one-two gut punch to make. One of my mantras says, you never put anything in the skimmer. They're not designed as a chemical delivery device. They're a skimmer. They skim, period. Can't emphasize that enough. Never, ever put a tablet. I don't care if it's a dichlor tablet, a trichlor tablet, a hypo tablet. I don't care. Don't put a tablet in the skimmer. Please, God, don't put a scat tablet in the skimmer. All right, I, f- I feel better now. I'm stepping down off my soapbox. But getting back to this, to this <coughs> quote, service tech quote. <coughs> and he said, you know, what's happening? What could cause the stone to go bad so quickly? And I very politely wrote back, going, well, no wonder with a pH so low, it's almost, you know, like pure muriatic acid, really, um, a, a relatively non existent alkalinity because you've got so much cyanuric acid. In there, even if you make the adjustment for uh, cyanuric acid presence, you almost means you have zero alkalinity in there. The calcium harness is too low; um, should be two hundred to four hundred. Not even talk about the chlorine level being obscenely high. But you now the the LSI says right here you're you're so corrosive it's it's beyond definition. it's beyond normal anything. No wonder the stone is destroyed. And if you look at the picture that you that he sent along with this, everything is either corroded or eroded, or <clears throat> there's scale buildup on the existing stones. It's just a really, really bad situation. Um, you gotta, you gotta wonder what, 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 what the hell's going on here. Um, it, you know, if, if if you're going to become a service tech and you're going to be doing tests, my God, learn how to do the tests, number one, and learn how and what they mean. Um, you know, just because you have a number doesn't mean squat if you don't know what you do with that number. And and what tells me about this person who, who posted it is that, number one, he has no idea what he's doing, uh, either him or his customer or both. No idea what he's doing. To maintain numbers like that, chlorine 12, pH 6.4, alkalinity 60, calcium 160, cyclic acid 200. Okay. The guy has, has, has no business being in this business. I mean, if, if you're, if you're going to service pools and if part of your contract with the customer is to, to do tests, my God, learn how to do the tests. Learn how to do them right. Learn how to do them by following the manufacturer's instructions. All of the test kit manufacturers publish instructions on how to do the test. Read them. Follow them. Don't think you know what you're doing because you don't. Okay? Now, granted, you might be doing the same test for years and years and years, and you kind of kind of got it down pat. I mean, like I know all the, the, the Taylor instructions because I did it for 30 some odd years. But I get that. But you know, if if you're going to go out there and test test, just don't you know go. Oh, look, it's a number and walk away. There's reasons that things happen the way they did in this particular case. It's it's not being taken care of at all. It it, it's an (laughs) it's an abomination. Uh, It's just just simply bad. That that's no real way to to describe the this situation. And, and and the pictures are they're just oh god. Anyhow, um you've got um scale deposits on the stone from the spillway. Um you've got such a bad water condition, it's it's not even funny. Probably the best thing is, is to drain the entire pool and spa, you know, flush everything out and start fresh. And then start testing. Test the makeup water, then test the water as it's filling up and you're making any adjustments, then test the water after it's filled up. Test the water weekly, at least daily, if you're if you're going to be in it, and um, um, you need to test your sanitizer and your pH level at least daily. Um, but yeah, there, there are there are a lot of cases in which the best thing you can do is drain the thing, because you know, hey, guess what? People want to swim in water; they don't want to swim in chemicals. At least that's how I am, and and starting fresh, I think is the only way that this guy. Can actually get ahead of the game, and and maybe maybe resurrect this particular pool spot combo, so that it can actually be used, and it's not just a a flaming cesspool of bad chemistry. Wow, I just said that, didn't I? Okay, so that was that was the, the relatively the first part of my my little kind of thing. The second part of the thing, the second part was you know I, I was thinking earlier today about some of the topics that I can talk about that I really haven't touched base on. And the problem is, is that with, with chemistry and testing, you know, there's only so much you can tell people. Um, and there's only so many times you can tell people about things before it becomes a little, well, annoying. And it's also annoying to talk about sometimes because you feel like you're just simply being repetitive. So I'm trying to think of different topics to to. to uh to discuss, go ahead and send them in because you know I use them uh, as a basis for for discussions on Thursday. But you know, I, I, before all that, you know, I'm thinking, oh, what I, what can I talk about? And I said, you know, I've been around for a long time, and and you know, maybe we should talk about what was the testing world like back in the early '90s versus what it is, you know, 30 years later. And I decided, yeah, that's probably not not too bad to talk about. And then I remembered conversations I had with the the couple men who were my mentors um, back in that day. And and the funny thing is their both last name was Lowry, uh, Dr. Neil Lowry out of Canada and Bob Lowry out of California, both of whom have have passed. Uh, But I remember discussions with them early on, particularly with people with with now I'm not being sexist or anything, but, but with guys, with men, older men. Who've been I've been in the industry for 40 years and I know what I'm doing. Now these are the people who who will take a bottle of orthotolidine and um, a bottle of phenol red indicator and hold them together in your hand their hand and drop them directly into the pool water spa water and they'll say oh yeah that pH is 73 and and they've got a corn reading of about four. you know I, 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 can, I can just tell by looking at the drops as they hit the water it doesn't work like that. It's impossible to do that. But yet, you know, they know they've been around for so long that they're right. Well, they're usually wrong. You know, these are also the guys that have a little leather holster um, on, on their waist that hold a bottle of phenol red or a bottle of orthotolidai and, and use that. Um, you know, like a, a gunslinger has, you know, his, his, his gun in a holster. It's, I can see the guy whipping out two bottles and dropping it in the pool water. It's just it's a very, very bad, very bad visual. Um, is there also the guys that I've had actually, and I have seen, I swear to God, I've seen that will literally stick their finger in the water and can say, oh, that pH is such and such and the chlorine level is such and such by sticking your finger in the water. Well, yeah, of course, that's how you do it. No, that's not how you do it. Well, that's how they told me to do it. Who told you to do it? The people, the people that I learned from, or who are they? Well, I I don't remember. There's another problem. If somebody teaches you to do something and it's wrong, you don't know that it's wrong. So the calls I used to get at Taylor all the time on the technical side was, you know, well, somebody told me how to do it like this. It's like, okay, well, did that somebody write the instructions for the test kit? Well, no. I said, have you ever looked at the instructions for the kit? No, I don't need to because I knew what I was doing. So then we start reviewing the instructions and 99.9% of the time they'll say, oh, I didn't know you needed to do that, or I didn't know you needed to add this. You know, here's, here's a perfect example is, um, again, I can't tell you how many times um, I would get calls from people about chlorine testing, DPD chlorine testing, and they'll say, well, the people at the store told me I never have to use number one. All I had to u- use was number two because that's an indicator. What? Yeah, all you have to do, I never buy number one, I only use number two. Okay. Have you read the instructions in the kit for, for that test? Uh-huh. And, and and what does it say, the first step? Well, you add draw five drops of one and two. And I said, so you're telling me you're not following the instructions? Yeah, because the guy at the store said I didn't need to. Does the guy from the store work for that testing company? No. Okay, did he write the instructions? No. Okay, so why would you trust his word over what the manufacturer of the product told you to do, chemistry-wise, testing-wise? Well, because I've been going to this guy for a long time, and he's taking care of my pools. Notice the the, the um, pluralness of that word. Over the course of time, oh, you've had more than one pool oh, yeah i've I've had two or three pools above ground pools, and they've all kind of gone belly up over the years. Oh, really uh, why? well, well yeah, it usually has to do with with water, and you know the water gets bad over time and kind of eats away at the liner and and the, and i'm I'm just going well, the reason for that is because the guy's telling you wrong information read the instructions, make me happy. Make the other test kit manufacturers happy too, that you're actually following the rules. Because, you know, ladies and gentlemen, chemistry is chemistry is chemistry. Doesn't change. Okay, there's only one right way to do something chemistry-wise. All right. You can't make up things on your own. You can't rely on what other people say. Well, I, this guy told me to do this and it worked and I think and I'll keep keep on doing it. Doesn't work like that. It does not work like that at all. You still have to follow the instructions. Now, this is particularly true if you switch test kit manufacturers, or you start using a test strip instead of a liquid kit or a tablet kit, or you start using something electronic, like a a spin disc or or a colorimeter or something, photometer. Uh, You don't know how to operate these things. You know, read the damn instructions. It will tell you how to do it and will tell you and help you get a reasonable, realistic, and accurate as possible answer so that you don't get problems like this guy that I talked about in the beginning of the podcast. Just doesn't happen. You've got to be able to know what you're doing. You've got to be able to not only know what you're doing, but the reason why. That's why most test kit manufacturers will have some kind of a booklet or maybe on their website pretty detailed instructions on why it is you're doing what you're doing okay and you know the, the reasons behind it you know that you do this because of xyz that will prevent you know 1 2 and 3 kind of deal um there there's reasoning behind this and we don't make this up people this is chemistry this is tried and true chemistry okay it's not like you know Reading a comic book where the plot line changes all the time. No, no, no. It doesn't work like that. DPD is the methodology to test for free and combined chlorine. We know this, period. Orthotality and only measures total chlorine. We know this, period. Acid lowers pH and lowers alkalinity. That's a given chemical fact. Calcium chloride raises calcium levels. That's a fact. Okay? It's not made up. It's been tested. It's been, it's been verified. By, by too many people in the industry. Um, but, you know, I've always said sometimes that too much of a good thing no longer becomes a good thing. And apparently that's what's happening here. People are simply not not listening to their own little, little voices in their head. You know, people don't always think they know what they're doing, even though they might say they know what they're doing. They really don't. I mean, Look at me. I mean, I, I, I know my stuff, but, you know, ask me to change an outlet in the house. Oh, my God, I start sweating bullets. I mean, I can do it. I don't like to do it, I, I, but it's, it's basic information. But do anything else electrical? Absolutely not. Can't do it. I just simply cannot do it. Okay. plumbing's the same way. I won't touch a pipe other than how to turn off the water and then turn it back on. Get somebody who knows what they're doing knows what they're doing well, and will replace, repair, make a recommendation. You know, th- th- they know what they're doing. A good service person, you know, not only says to, to a person, okay, um, your alkalinity is low, okay, but the person will say, yeah, your alkalinity is low because this happened, X, Y, and Z happened. And so what I'm going to do is is add bicarb, Um in order to raise that alkalinity to a level that's within acceptable ranges and here's the acceptable or the ideal range they just they, they, they just don't tell the person they're going to do it they tell, they tell the customer or the person why they're doing it and and that's critical people that is important that and that makes you the better service person telling telling your customers you know what's wrong i've identified this problem this is how you fix this and this is why I'm fixing it. This is why I'm fixing it. Okay. Critically important because if you just leave your customers out in the blue, you're going to get things like I talked about earlier, or you're going to get Joe Blow. Who's been doing pools for 8,000 years and doesn't care what the instructions say. They know what they're doing. You know, they stick their finger in the water, that kind of deal. You know, just just got to shake your head. Um, and, 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 you know, quickly get rid of them. If they ever visit your house to do service, Um, You got to be able to to not only know what you're doing, but know why you're doing it and how to fix it in the long run. Okay. I've ranted long enough. Uh, I'm sorry if I got on my high horse a little bit, but you know, these things are very important to me. And I can't tell you that the amount of finger wagging I've done over the years at trade shows and seminars and you know, things like that. And where I tell a room full of service am like, I know you do this. Okay. Wag- wagging my finger in front of them. I know you do this. Don't tell me you don't. This is why you shouldn't be doing it. This, this is how you should be doing it. And then detail why, why it should be done. So I'm going to leave you today. I'm done. I'm have a headache now. <laughs> Hopefully you don't. Um, everybody have a great week coming up. I hope the weather gets a little bit better for everybody. You know, we're we're halfway through the, the, the summer season and, and knock on knock on wood. Hopefully things will, will get better and a little a little easier for everybody. Um, but but please again I believe you with the and I implore you please to you know read the instructions, even if you've been doing the same test for, for a long, long time, read the instructions. Okay. Familiarize yourself, you know, give yourself a little bit of a refresher um, before you start thinking you know what you're doing and you don't. You screw up a whole like like this service guy did. So everybody, take care. I will see you next Thursday. Don't forget to send in your tech questions uh, or suggestions. Please be safe out there and enjoy life. Take care. Bye-bye.